Hi, in this episode of the Unlock Your Sound podcast, I share with you a discussion that I recently had with Thomas George about the pros and cons of being independent. Enjoy. Hello, welcome to this video. I'm joined with Christopher Cavallio. Hiya. And we're going to have a conversation about artists being independent. Yeah, so the, the thing about this is that when I talk to artists, um, music I, artists. Yeah, music artists. I mean, it could apply to other artistry as well, but when I talk to artists and I'm asking them questions about them and their music and stuff like that, and then I'm asking them questions about where they want to go, they say, oh, I'm still independent or I'm still unsigned. And I feel like there's this kind of like sentiment about being independent that it's a stage before not being independent. Like it's a moment in time before not being independent. Or that it's in some way a lesser place to be in, right? Or lesser situation than being signed. Um, and I think like we need to kind of change the sentiment on that a little bit. I don't think it's necessarily, uh, you know, a disadvantage to be independent. Um, and I think when you are independent, to discard the advantages of being independent is just out the gate compromising yourself, right? At any point when you have good cards and bad cards, you don't discard the good ones, you play them, right? And with being independent, uh, whether as an artist or a creator in general, you do have good cards, right? But if you focus only on the bad cards, right, then you're not going to play a good hand or whatever. I, my poker analogy is already kind of rinsed, but because uh, I don't play. But the point is, there are loads of advantages, right? So as a creative person, as an artist, there's obviously the advantage of just being authentic, right? You just do what you want. You make the stuff that you want to make and you find the audience that you want to find. And you're not beholden to anyone else to do that you're not beholden to anyone else, you can just do what you want. That is a very good thing to do, right? It's, to, it's a very good thing to have in your life, is to, you know, be, be true to yourself, be authentic, and sleep at night knowing that you did your art, you did your creativity. Um, also, there are practical advantages, and there are business advantages to being independent. Um, practically, Decision-making is a lot easier and faster, right? Because you don't have to have meetings. Um, when you want to do something, you just do it. Like, I do that a lot, right? You know, because I'm independent, right? It's not like I'm affiliated with a major label or, or anything like that, or a major distribution company or anything like that. So um, when I make a piece of content, or when I have an idea for a piece of content, it doesn't go through any corporate funnel, it doesn't go through any quality of process or anything like that. I have an idea, I write it down, and then I make the thing, and then I pull it on, right? That's it. Devil's advocate though. Maybe it is a good idea to have someone to tell you if something is bad or shouldn't be put out. Because I know sometimes we have ideas and they're not always the best. Sometimes they are, sometimes they're great, sometimes they're terrible, Sure. but maybe having a kind of manager or a label to tell you what is good and what 
But at the yeah. same time, you're losing control. It depends. Do you trust yourself 100% or do you want someone to help you guide the way? It really depends. Well, I don't believe, though, that... I, I believe you can have that benefit without giving away the farm, right? You know, like in life, we trust our friends uh, to help us make decisions about life, right? So I believe that you can have that benefit without giving away the farm and still be independent. Like in life, you lean on your friends to help you make big decisions or just, just to talk something through and they'll tell you objectively if that's a good or bad idea. You know, and in business, you have friends, you have relationships, you have people that you trust that you aren't necessarily embedded with um, in business, but you trust them. You know, you have a network. You might have a coach or a consultant or just friends that you know who have your interests at heart, but aren't biased in any way that is, you know, profitable or not profitable for them. You know, so that's just having good relationships, you know, but I don't think that means not being independent. You want to do something that's true to yourself, not just to cash out as much as possible. Yeah. Maybe some labels do want that. Maybe some managers do want that. But sure. if you're fully independent, you will have control over your, your art. Yeah. And I think as well, like when we talk about it, like independence is a concept in itself, right? So like, you know, it depends how far you stretch the definition of independence, right? You know, you can still be relatively independent. Um, have full creative autonomy, but still have people helping you, right? So it's not like one or the other, um, but you can, you know, like in your example, like, you know, you can have that, you can have a network of people that you trust to give you sound, sage advice without, you know, because if they do have a stake in it, they already are in a biased position, like you said, right? So if a music artist gets the opportunity to sign with a major label, do you think they should take it? I mean, you, you measure the deal that's on the table, right? Um, and measuring the deal that's on the table is not just reading the contract. I mean, read it, read, read the hell out of it and get a lawyer, get a lawyer, get a lawyer, get a lawyer. You know, um, like get an accountant, get an accountant. You know, it's one of those things. But um, the way that, don't, don't just sign it, right? Don't just accept any offer they Don't give just you. sign it, yeah. yeah. And don't, just sign it so that you can post on Instagram to say that you got signed. Because that does not have as much currency as you think it does, right? Um, because I, that's what I worry about. I worry that um, people just give away the farm out the gate. Um, and, and then it's not until after you've given away the farm, you realize that you've given away the farm, you know, and you're, you're out of assets, right? In, in business, you create and you build assets, right? Um, you don't, it's like when people talk about building wealth, right? So what I think a lot of people confuse that with is like making money. When people who build wealth actually create things, create assets and make things that appreciate in value over time. It doesn't appreciate in value over time to you when you've given it away to someone else, right? So the point is like, I'm never gonna blanket say, do sign or don't sign. Generally, what I do advise, though, is that, like, don't need the deal more than they do, right? Never need the deal, right? Like, I know that deals can be very tempting on paper because there's a lot of, there's probably a lot of validation stuff in there. 
mixed in possibly with some insecurities. Like, I think we can all relate to that, right? Um, when someone comes, you know, when you feel like stuff isn't working and someone comes along and promises you, promises you the world, it's tempting. But uh, you, you don't want to sign a deal based on fear. You don't want to base... You don't want to sign a deal based on like your own personal insecurities or anything like that, as difficult as all of this really, really is. But you don't want to sign deals that way because well, this is business. We live in a day and age where you can make your own music videos, you can get a camera. Yeah. You know what I mean? You can record your own music on your laptop. Yeah. There's so many possibilities now, but you don't necessarily need a major label. There, I'm sure they, they can help you with distribution and a few other things as well, obviously, and collaborations and whatnot. Sure. But there's so much stuff you can do yourself now. Well, a lot of that has been productized and commoditized and available to all of us. Yes, it's hard work. Success in anything is hard work. But if you hold the farm, you know, you'll, you'll be able to like, just build that asset over time, right? Um, so again, just measure the deal that's on the table, get some really sage advice from people who aren't profiting or not profiting from the deal itself. Um, and just try and be, also understand and ascertain and ask actually, like this is a, this is a really highly missed point. When someone offers you a deal, ask them why they're in this deal. What's the value of the deal to them, right? Because, and I'm just, I'm not going to pick on labels or anything like that, but let's talk about labels for a second. You know, it's easy to think that like, oh, if, if I go in with a label, they'll have my interests at heart because we're kind of splitting the profit. And I'm like, well, they have, they have the interests of their roster at heart, but you're only one, right? You know, like if they sign 20 artists, mm. they probably only need two to blow up by themselves to pay for the rest of them. But I'm sure there are good labels out there as well. Yeah, like, again, we're not trying to take a position, but like, my point is that, because I, I feel that the idea that being independent is a lesser position is an oversubscribed sentiment. So I'm trying to push back a, on that a little bit, you know, and going back to my dangerously loose poker analogy, when you've got, um, like, when you've got good cards, play them, right? Don't discard them. Or bluff and pretend you don't have good cards. Right, and I think that helps with the deal bit, so that's good. Don't be too needy. Yes, exactly. Well, don't need the deal. Don't need it, even if you do, don't. Because if you seem desperate, they'll take advantage yeah, yeah. of that. Exactly. Whoever needs the deal the most does come away with less of Power. it. Yeah, less leverage, yeah. absolutely. And your stuff, your art, your creativity, that is your leverage. Some good tips there, Christopher. So. Read the contract. If you are going to sign with a, a label, make sure you're happy with the deal. Yeah. Make sure you hire a lawyer. And it's not just labels either. It's any deal, any transaction with anyone ever. You have to measure that deal. So there's another point actually I just thought of. Do you think artists should effectively be their own manager? Or at least learn the skills that a manager would yeah. need to do? Yeah, at least. It depends. The, the manager concept is really broad these days. Right. Um, the Music Manager Forum did a study about this, actually, and most managers just do loads of different stuff that isn't really management in the traditional sense. So it really depends what you mean.
by manager, um, which is kind of the point because if you're just looking for someone to pick up work, I don't think that's what a manager is. I think that's what an assistant is. And I think actually a lot of people get those two things confused. They're not there to pick up the work for you. They're there to guide you. A true manager, at least in my definition of it. Um, if you just need someone to do your social media or you do yeah. your bits for you, hire an assistant. I was going to say, so a manager's more big picture rather yeah. than posting your photos on Instagram yeah. and replying to comments or whatever. Exactly. Cool. All right, thanks for joining me on this video, Christopher. Pleasure as always.